This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Tigers win, Tigers win, Tigers win. <laughs> LSU takes down the Fighting Dragons or Blazers, whatever in the hell you want to call those things. Uh, but they take them down. LSU advances to 9-2 and two on the season, 41-10. to 10. Absolutely fantastic. Great game by Jaden Daniels. Really good game by Jaden Daniels uh, as he continues to impress uh, tonight going 22 of 29, 297 yards and a touchdown through the air. Also going through or on the ground, I should add, uh, 12 carries, 111 yards, one touchdown, Noah Kane getting 13 carries, 76 yard, three touchdowns. And John Emery. Um man, let, let, let's get to some of the good things here tonight, and then we'll get to John Emery as the show goes on. Uh, but guys, listen, a, a very impressive win. Um, defense was a step slow early. They did they didn't have a lot of intensity. You could tell Brian Kelly lit into their ass. And got all up in their ass. No pause. Um, after they started off slow. Uh, but outside of the touchdown, guys, you played really good defensively. And it's kind of what you want to see when you play an in- inferior opponent. Offensively, offensively, LSU did fantastic. I mean, scoring on every drive coming out in the first half. 
outside of the turnovers that you had or turnover you had from John Emery, offense looked fantastic. And really, guys, I kind of really and truthfully, really, really and truthfully, um, kind of you're gonna you're gonna think I'm crazy, but I'm kind of glad the game was had bad weather in it. Because you had a bad weather game a week ago against Arkansas on the road, in the snow, in the ice. You have a bad show out, a bad turnout offensively. And then you have a really bad guys, it's I mean, guys, it's currently right now, as as the thermometer sits in my house right now, it says it's 38 degrees and it's raining, and I'm not that far from Death Valley right now. So I mean, you go out there and would and do what you do offensively on senior night. Absolutely fantastic. So, um, look, as we talked about this week, I know I saw a couple of comments in here so far. Yes, LSU was still battling the flu. Uh, just to get to that, Kayshawn Bouti did not play. Uh, Josh Williams was not the flu. Uh, so, guys, they're battling through some things, but at least you you got UAB here. You got TCU next week. Who, I mean, TCU. Texas A&M or Texas 8-4, and 4-8, four, four and eight, whatever you want to call them who's absolutely dookie water, who you have next week uh, in College Station. So it's officially it's officially Texas A&M hate week. Uh, if it's your first time watching the show, uh, I go a little belligerent during the holidays, especially when we play A&M. I can't stand A&M. I don't like the way their women look. I don't like the way that they're, they're the, you know, the way that they dress. I, I think all of them are complete Rudy poos. So it's Texas A&M week. So I hope that they all have explosive diarrhea because of they get, you know, like I, I, I do not like A&M. I think they're the cockiest, most arrogant fan base in all of the SEC. They're the most delusional. No one likes them. Their dogs are ugly. Their grandmamas are ugly. Everybody's ugly over there. So I, I have, I have absolutely uh, uh, no ill, you know, no love for them. So it is hate week, but we will get to this game. Uh, we did have some upsets here today. He, uh, Adam Abers says, Blake, you called the Tennessee beatdown. I didn't call the Tennessee beatdown. I didn't call Tennessee. That I didn't think Tennessee was going to get beat down. Uh, but I did this morning live on our show say, uh, on our SEC show this morning, I did say that game was going to be a lot closer than people expected. But uh, Adam, I got to be honest, I did not see that. So, look, LSU has a very close or very big potential uh, to be number five next week. Going to be interesting to see what the committee does. Does the committee put USC above LSU? That's it, Guys, now you're getting to the nitty-gritty now, right? Like, you, now you do got to start watching the rankings. Oh, Blake, I don't watch until last weekend. Horse shit. You better start, you know, start watching. Georgia Tech beats North Carolina. Uh, Michigan uh, escapes. I mean, and, and Georgia played really bad today too. So, you know, good for LSU to come out. So I'm not going to poo-poo. I'm not going to poo-poo on LSU um, tonight when they handled their business. So again, um, LSU did come out and really do some good things. The, you know, I, I said this all offseason too. So let me get to this one right here. Malik Neighbors had a, uh, had a massive night. Going seven uh, or having seven catches, 129 yards, a long of 47. It was good to see Jack Besh back out there. I, I mean, he's obviously out there with the absence of Kayshawn Booty. 
Um, so receivers played really uh, de pretty decent, but none better than and, and really all season. The most consistent wide receiver we've seen all year has been Malik Neighbors uh, with another massive game. So it really and truthfully and holistically, really good game all around. But your quarterback, I mean, guys, you see it right here. I mean, he had over 400 yards of total uh, of total offense. You cannot beat your quarterback having. 400 yards of total offense. I don't give two Rudy Poos. It's against UAB. Like, I, I could really care less. Uh, I mean, he answered the call. He had a bad game last week. His worst game as a Tiger. He responded. He responded. So, I mean, schematically, early in the game, they tried to pressure Jaden Daniels. They tried to rush him with three. I, there were a couple times I saw them try to rush him with six, and he just escaped and was more athletic than everybody on the field. All right. Everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Stop what you're doing right now. There's over 500 of you in here right now live on TuneIn, on the TuneIn app, XM Radio, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Do us a favor. Stop, collaborate, and listen. Please do us a favor. Hit the like and share. Hit the retweet. Uh, if you're on YouTube, share to Facebook, share to Twitter. We greatly appreciate you on doing that. So, Brian Kelly, I'm assuming, will give a... Um, Brian Kelly will give a, um, you know, obviously his post-game press conference. Going to be interesting to see what he says there uh, in that. Um, yeah, a couple people are saying, you know, a couple people are, are throwing some things out there. Is that Garrett Nussmeyer's last game in Tiger Stadium? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, have, I have no idea. I have no idea if it's his last game as an LSU Tiger. So we'll start getting some stuff from Brian Kelly as well. John Bolin says, Blake just said he don't like the way their women their women look. I don't. I, I don't. I, I really don't. Nor their grandmammies or mammies, mammies. Their mammies, mammies, mammies are all ugly. A uh, big, uh, so this is Ryan on YouTube. Ryan says, hashtag ask Blake, is Goodwin really out for the season? Yeah, apparently so. Um, the TV broadcast said that he had a knee, knee injury and he'll be out for the rest of the year. So, um, that's not good. And, and look, if there is one bad thing about tonight, let's get here. Jeffrey says Emory is going to have to, uh, play some though. Uh, we only have three running backs. I agree with that. I agree with that now, but guys, you can't play him if he's going to turn the football over. Like, you know, can you play him sporadically and let John Emery do some things? Yes. And he's going to have to do some things. But the God's honest truth is, man, I every time that young man touches the football, whether I'm right, wrong, or indifferent, I'm always screaming at my TV or screaming, saying, hold on to the football. Right? Like, hold on to the football. Guys, I, I, I don't care how talented you are. You could be the most talented human being on planet Earth. When you put the ball on the turf, and look, a lot of people won't get, you know, say, well, Blake, it was raining, you know. Well, it was, it was raining for UAB, too. It, it, Jane Daniels muffling around with the snap has nothing to do when the running back already has two, two hands on the football. Act like, if you're going to make that argument, act like you've played football before. Act like you've played football before, right? Like, I'm not – come on, dude. When you have two hands on the football, it is your job, number one job of a running back or any ball carrier, quarterback, wide receiver, tight end, 
center for crying out loud. Your number one objective is to hold on to the football. You will lose a game if you turn the football over against Georgia in a couple weeks. You can't do that, man. The kid is is very talented, but he continues to have the issues of holding on to the football. So, look, I'm not going to mince words here. It's just the truth. You got to and and look, do I think John Emery is probably one of the more talented human beings you'll ever see? Probably. But you can't put the ball on the turf. You cannot put the ball on the turf. That gets you beat. And, and the problem is, guys, is if you, like, when you look at this right here, right? Like, so let's scroll down just a little. If you're looking, if you're listening to us on radio, we're going through the stats uh, as well. So, guys, he had nine carries for 46 yards and a touchdown. He's over five yards per carry. Like, he's do, he's effective when he's in the game. But the, the the sad truth for John at the current moment is literally more than likely going to have to be you're might, you might have to get Noah Kane more involved now because you can't get into championship games and have a situation where your running back's putting the ball on the ground. It ju- guys, it, ju- it just cannot happen. It just can't happen. I mean, you guys, you ran for 41 yards for 200 or 41 carries for 266 yards and five touchdowns. That's almost 6.5 yards per carry. I'm doing quick math in my head, but that's almost 6.5 yards per carry. I don't know what it is, but it's if I'm rounding up, I think it's like 6.4 something. But I, I mean, that's 6.5 yards per carry. You dominated at the line of scrimmage. Marlon Martinez started over Charles Turner tonight and did really well. Snaps were good. There, there was no issues up front. Offensive line played well. Defensive line played well. Linebackers played well. I thought secondary and man-to-man coverage, you could tell in man-to-man coverage that they did not have a Desmond Ricks or Javian Taviano out there. But nevertheless, they, they held strong. But bottom line is, that game, like you probably, the, the final score, guys, more than likely should have been 52 to 10. At, at bare minimum, should have been 52 to 10. Turnovers absolutely kill you. Kill you. I get that Kayshawn wasn't there, but guys, quite honestly, and just just being just just t- telling you the truth, Kayshawn Booty has not is not making or breaking this game of you being able to score 52 points. It, it, he just doesn't. So Bottom line is it's a it's a really big concern. It's a really big concern. I don't give two Rudy Poos what you tell me. When you've turned when you have a guy that you have to rely on, and, and look, I, I'll put this back up here one more time. I mean, guys, they're putting in Derek Davis Jr. John Emery should have John Emery should have ran the football there at the end to close the game out. He should have ran the football at the end of the game to close the game out, and he couldn't. He couldn't. So you had to put a safety back there. You had to put a safety back there. That's that's not acceptable. Um, Tasha Thibodeau, guys, go follow her and her crew over at the Real LSU Nation, the LSU Tiger Group on Facebook. That's the Real LSU Nation. 
Uh, we share our content in there. There's a lot of good content that gets shared in there. Go, uh, go, um, like the uh, like the group page. She says, seriously, fumble Ruski is not cool. We'll all say, hold on to that damn ball. Yeah, I, I'm surprised. You know, I'm surprised um, uh, that he he's had those issues. Cornell says, you called it, Blake, South Carolina spanked Tennessee. I didn't think they would spank him. I just said it was going to be a lot closer than everybody said, but thank you guys for saying that. Yeah, look, Tennessee goes down, which is massive for LSU. Um, look, the, the truth is, is I just thought that that there – I mean, Tennessee has flaws defensively. And, you look, you got to give – and I, like I said this morning, Spencer Radler, when he has guys around him doing things, like they didn't have a drop tonight, look what happened. He, he's had a lot of the, the Jane Daniels syndrome around him where a lot of his guys are not playing up to par. Tonight they didn't drop passes, and you saw what happened. Spencer Radler went off. He, he, he absolutely went off. So Tennessee's out of the way. They're not going to get into the playoff. Their playoff hopes are done. The only thing for LSU now, and look, it, I don't think USC, this is just my opinion. So, look, going into, this, going into the rest of the season, I promise you this, and this is just, you know, my thoughts on this. USC is not going to win and go 3-0 and against three ranked opponents. They beat UCLA tonight. I don't think that they beat Notre Dame. Or, or, or I don't think that they could beat Notre Dame in Oregon. Uh, or, or Notre Dame. Or I think it's Oregon that they'll play in the conference championship game. Or whatever it may be. I don't think that they're going to go 2-0 and against Notre Dame in Oregon. I, I just don't see it happening. So the ironic nature of this, and Joe DeLeon, our co-host on the SEC show, made a great point. It would be very ironic if Notre Dame is the reason the LSU, you know, if Notre Dame knocks off USC, then giving LSU the ability. Because, guys, if USC loses in the next two weeks and you beat Georgia, you're in. They're not going to put in Michigan. They're not going to put in Ohio State, a one-loss Ohio, either one of those teams to lose. They're not going to take one of those one-loss teams and put them above you. I, I Now you got the TCU thing, but the problem, with, the thing with that, though, is one of the Ohio State and Michigans are going to fall out, and then you'll get in. I don't think Clemson's going to be able to climb high enough to be able to reach LSU. I, I really don't. So as we come down the stretch here of this season, LSU is going to be probably fifth or sixth in the country regardless, and a lot of people are going to be upset if LSU gets surpassed, but just be prepared for it. I'm just telling you, be prepared for LSU to get surpassed by USC because they played a ranked opponent. They'll say it's a, a road game, but it's not a traditional road game. And by the way, Joe Klatt, go suck a bag of, of big grapes, dude. Like, Joe Klatt might be the biggest joke sometimes. Oh, it's a shame LSU gets to play UAB. He's talking that shit on a national television show. Him and Gus Johnson talking that mad shit about LSU playing UAB. Dog, I, I promise you, Ohio State play, Ohio State got the luxury. Ohio State gets the luxury of playing a Rudy Pooh ass, shitty ass Northwestern team in conference. Shut the hell up. The worst team in this conference 
is Vanderbilt, and they just took down Florida, who, by the way, your precious little Pac-12 teams that you like to rubble-dub and give hand jobs to just got their asses just absolutely clapped floor by Florida when Utah came down to Gainesville. Spare me your your rich idiocies of you saying that the Pac-12, well, they play non-conference games. Who gives a fucking Rudy Poo? I'm so tired of national media thinking they know. Joel, you're a great football player. Guys, Joel Platt, Joel Klatt was a great athlete. His knowledge of the SEC and his bias against the SEC is, is not only ass water, it's hot dog water. It's Bourbon Street, uh, what do you call that? Uh, um, garbage can water. It is Bourbon Street hot dog garbage water, his takes on the SEC. Dog, shut the hell up, bro. You know and I know USC would not have done what LSU has done in the SEC. Spare me, bro. Spare me. Reese Davis, too. Reese Davis, Tuesday night on the fucking, um, uh, what do you call it, college football playoff rankings. Tennessee's just better than LSU. Look what they did to him. Dude, Tennessee's not going to lose again. Can't say that kind of shit. See, all the fans, like fans, I, I see you on Twitter all the time. You talk you talk in, in definites. You can't talk in definites. You can't talk in definites. Because things like tonight happen when, when Spencer Radler absolutely just just claps the ever-living cheeks out of Tennessee. But Tennessee's still a really good football team. Because they're still a really good football team. Brandon Ray says the playoff committee probably hoping USC wins out. Well, of course. Of course. Of course they do. Justin uh, Pooh Bear's on his anniversary. Uh, Jason Brumfield says, every time Emory gets the ball, I, f I go full. Remember the Titans. Hold on to the damn ball, Petey. <laughs> I do too, man. I do too. C. King says, you just you simply just can't trust John Emory going forward. It's sad, man. You really can't. You really can't. I mean, in a night that was, guys, quite honestly, quite honestly, all of you hitting the like and share. Ready? One, two, three, go. Everybody hits, hits the like and share. You just really can't trust him at this given moment, man. Like, you really could. And look, McBride, like, look at this. D Dwayne McBride, UAB's really good running back. Guys, he's going to be an NFL guy. Remember the name, McBride, okay? That kid, the kid running tonight for UAB is going to be in the NFL. You held him for 13, or 13 carries, 34 yards. He did get a touchdown. But look at the far right. His longest rush of the night, the best probably group, one of, one of, if not the best group of five running back in the country who leads the country in rushing yards, if I'm not mistaken, his longest rush of the night was six yards, right? So the, 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 the thing is here, guys, you pray to play a pretty flawless game. And I, I, I probably should bring this up too. Like, 
I get that LSU struggled last week offensively against Arkansas, but these games that you had with Orgeron, these games that you had with with Les Miles, when you would play a UAB and it would be really close going into the halftime, guys, those days are probably over. I mean, you have a coach that's just elite, dude. You have a coach that's just elite. So when you have elite coaching, they're able to get their guys up for being able to execute when you need to execute, right? Like you get beat by Tennessee. Only thing LSU does is they come out and they freaking respond. Okay. So, I mean, we can, we, can we wash a little bit of this stank, this, this less miles stank off of us. I'm so tired of fucking talking about less miles and well, this is just what LSU does. The bullshit. That's what they do. The bullshit, that's what they do. We ain't got to do that no more. Big Daddy Kelly, Big Nuts Brian Kelly is saying no more. Guys, you got an elite football coach. This man doesn't go walk on the sidelines and eat grass no more. Can we can we stop talking about less? Well, Blake, then stop fucking talking about him. I get it. But the, those days are over, dude. Like, we, we can get past that now. <laughs> Let's get past it. Now, are you or is there going to be a day in Brian Kelly's tenure where you're getting you're fighting toe and toe with probably a group of five, maybe, but today's not going to be that day. And I would assume in the future, it's not going to be that day either. Tyler says, hashtag as Blake, you don't think they'll put up strength of schedule and quality of wins when figuring out whether to put USC over us. Yeah. I, I mean, but look, the, the Ole Miss loss, the Ole Miss win looks kind of, it's kind of getting a little bad now, you know? Um, Biggest thing is, you know, you got to let Alabama keep dominating dudes. And really and truthfully, you just got to go out there and, con and and control what you can control. You got to just go out there and beat Georgia. Guys, you can beat Georgia 9-6, to six, you're getting in. Because the, the matter of the fact is, it doesn't matter how you beat the number one team in the country that looks like, like, it, it's because, it's not, like, what the final score would be if you beat Georgia. It's, the bottom line would be, I mean, did you do it? And let's call a spade a spade. If you think the committee won't sit there and say, well, shit, they went to Georgia and did it? Shit. Shit, they're going in Georgia's backyard and clapping cheeks. I mean, so I spare me. And, and, and let me say this, too, because I get, look, on this beat, I get ripped alive by traditional media a lot of times. They call me like bro media or some shit like that. Well, Blake, don't talk about Georgia. Well, bitch, we're in the fucking SEC title game now. I mean, what you think you're gonna get? You're gonna lose to AM? God bless us if we lose to AM with their stanky ass women next week. God bless us. You ain't gonna lose because I'm gonna tell you something. Let me promise you this. Let me promise you something right now. Okay, there's a lot of dirty shit that went down in recruiting. Not just against AM and LHU and all that kind of shit. Some dirty shit. And I promise you, I promise you LSU is going to be up for that game next week. I prom I promise you on everything. They want to go. I've talked like I talked to a coach earlier last this past week or this week, and I'm telling you, they want to go out there and clap some Aggie cheeks. Lassie, you better you better stay in your in your doghouse this week, Lassie, because they here come the Tigers. So bottom line is, if you don't want to talk about LSU taking on Georgia, 
I, I, I'm sorry about you, but you're here now. Start wrapping your start wrapping it around your fucking mind that LSU's here now. Daddy's daddy's back. We're back. Texas played that. Texas said that they were back a couple seasons ago. They got the cheeks clapped. But here's the truth about LSU. Let's play. Let's play this again. We're back. Daddy's back home. Daddy's home. Get it through your minds right now. Daddy's home. Don't take shit from nobody. Don't take shit from nobody. Oh, and by the way, by the way, I hadn't mentioned TCU yet. Guys. For crying out loud, TCU's cheeks too. I get that they're undefeated. They're not. TCU on a neutral site field cannot beat LSU, I promise you. It's not, it's not going to happen. Uh, Shane says, why did Williams and Booty not play tonight? Uh, Josh Williams got banged up. He'll be back next week. He's fine. Uh, Kayshawn Booty's been sick this week. Um, here's a good a good point by Big Jake Cole on, on YouTube. Says, we stopped McBride this week, just like we stopped Rocket Sanders from Arkansas last week. Really true, man. I mean, this defense, this defense has played really well. You know what I mean? Like, the, the the one thing, the one thing you gotta you just you can't take away from the Tigers so far. They legitimately, they legitimately have changed things defensively. True and truth be told, truth be told, they were doing it at the end of last season too. When they start getting more dudes in here, I listen, when I talked to just a second ago about daddy's home, Wait until they start getting some more of these elite recruits in and you start adding to your depth. Guys, LSU, uh, you you can get mad at me here. You can get mad at me here. LSU has zero business being where they're at right now. Right? And what I mean by that is, just hear me out. Guys, they have 65 scholarship players right now. And not all of them are available to go. So really and truthfully, like uh, Mason Smith's not available to go. Armani Goodwin is out for the season. So now you're down to 63. The depth starts to shrink, right? Like now you're at 22 scholarship players that you can feel right now. Like you could play a foot. You could, you could feel the football team with the amount of scholarships LSU's lacking. And they won the West. So spare me, spare me. Oh, let, let me get to this, too. Let me get to this, too. I, I can't believe because LSU wins, and this is my fault. Elwin brings up a good point because winning covers a multitude of sins. And I, Elwin's right here. Guys, special teams. Oh, God. I, I, I just don't know anymore. I, I just don't know. Jack Besh is on special teams. And God bless Jack Besh. I would assume that Jack Besh has never played special teams a day in his life. He blew in his assignment. Guys, that that long kick return is a is is because Jack Besh was playing Jack Besh football. It's just the truth. It's just the truth. And when one guy gets out of their lane, someone can take it to the house. Again, the guy that always saves you in cl- in, cl- in very clutch situations. 
Jare Jenkins had to track the man down for a tackle. It, 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 honestly, at this point, it's in, it's honestly insane to me how bad special teams have been. And, and, and look, I'm gonna at this point. At this point, you're gonna all hate me for this one. At this point, it, it, I'm not putting this on Brian Polian because you can rep, you can talk about it and talk about it and practice it and practice it and practice it. They've rotated kids in over and over and over again. When guys go out there and don't give a shit about special teams, they're going to find people who can. That's why special teams holistically have gotten better. Jack Besh has got to be better. He's got to be better on that. That is a blown assignment because he was trying to make the tackle, and then when he got down there, he's just like, uh-oh, didn't even try to go for him. Can't happen. Can't happen. Uh, Jeremy said, but Rocket Sanders absolutely pissed all over Ole Miss. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Aaron Bruce says, Daddy's home. Better pick out your own switch because you don't want me to do it. Man, I tell you what. I hated hearing that as a kid. And let me tell you, I, I'll just be holistically honest. Um, I used to just go get the biggest switch I could. Fuck it. You know? Uh, multi, multi cool 13 says fire Brian Folian. I, I'm not going to disagree with you on that either. You know, I'm just, I, I just kind of get to, I just kind of get to a point where I, I mean, stay in your fucking lane, stay in your lane. Okay. Let me get to this. Uh, Brian Kelly just was at the podium and was asked about, uh, center Charles Turner. And he says that quote, quote unquote, uh, Charles Turner is pretty beat up. Brian Kelly said he thought Marlon Martinez played well and that that would help Charles Turner uh, come uh, practice Monday. I agree with that. And I thought Marlon Martinez played really good. I, I thought Marlon Martinez uh, coming in tonight for Charles Turner played really well. Also, who played really well when he came in. Um, also, who played really well when he came in tonight was uh, Garrett Dellinger returned. I thought that he played really well. So you, you got a situation where you're starting to get some in, interior offensive linemen that can rotate in and out, and you're doing pretty well. Guys, that's the Brian Kelly effect. That that and Brad Davis effect. Holistically, that is. I, I, I get this whole fire Brian Polian thing, but at some point, guys, I mean, you got to have a dude that will just go down there and knock somebody's fucking teeth out. I, I mean, let's just call a spade a spade. Let's call a spade a spade. You got to have somebody on special teams that will just run down the field and say, go full water boy. And knock somebody's fucking teeth out. You don't have that right now in some, with some of these guys. You just don't. You, you just don't. That's what makes his coaching job from Brian Kelly so elite. You got to get a mentality where you run down the field and you damn near drop kick somebody. That's what special teams is, man. I don't get it. I don't get it. Conrad says, I totally agree. It's going to take a perfect game to win the SC championship. Georgia should win. They're, they've had more stability in recruiting and coaching. Yeah, there, there's no... Well, I, I don't even mean that, Conrad. I just mean that... 
LSU shouldn't be here from the standpoint if they had 37 scholarship players uh, uh, in January. Like, you're not, you're not even a year into the Brian Kelly tenure. He actually was hired in November, but you get what I'm saying. I mean, you're not even a year into this. You shouldn't be winning the West, and you shouldn't even be in the playoff conversation, really. But the elite, elite coaching uh, is elite coaching. Uh, Blaine Smith says, LOL, no more Napier talk. Stop it. Well, you know, Glenn Gilbo was big on that one. Shout out to Glenn. But Glenn, you know, your boy got his ass beat today. Your boy got his ass beat. So, I, I mean, bottom line, um, don't don't talk about Billy Napier anymore. Don't call him our guy. He's not our guy. Don't call Billy. Don't talk to me about Billy Napier when you're getting beat by Vandy. Guys, they got not only did Vandy get uh, Florida got beat by Vandy today. Guys, if you watch it, like I watched that game once. Once Vandy went up by a score, I was like, oh shit! I watched that entire game. I didn't click off of it. I was watching the other games from my laptop, phone, whatever. Uh, other TV, whatever. I was like, man, Florida's about to get their ass beat. And they did. They did. Kyle Jones says, I was happy to see Noah Kane tote that thing. <laughs> yeah, he looked good, man. He looked good. Jeff says, Big Will Campbell yet again kicked some ass and took some names yet again. Yeah, he looked good tonight. I thought the entire offensive line played well. I thought Marlon Martinez played really, really, really well. Uh, Blaine Smith also said, notice that Tolan has been playing a more and more. Yeah, if you noticed, Mike Jones, who? Mike Jones got moved to that outside role behind Harold Perkins. Um, and he'll probably, he'll more than likely stay in that role. He'll more than likely stay in that role. Uh, and Demario Tolan's a fast human being, man. Great recruit. Guys, LSU really hit on this recruiting class. They really, really, really hit on this recruiting class. Considering it's Brian Kelly's first recruiting class. You got a lot of freshmen out there balling, man. A lot of freshmen out there balling. Brian Crow says LSU needs to go after TCU safety Bud Clark. Man. No, they're going after some other safeties that are five star dudes that are extremely talented. But I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Jeremy Frederick says, Percolese, Percolese. What a freaking game changer and a savage uh, play destroyer. Yeah, he had a big, massive, um, um, massive play, you know, on that screen. Didn't get after, you know, didn't get a sack, but, you know, UAB didn't really give him an opportunity to do that. Um, here's Here was what I, I will say this, Jeremy, something that was interesting that UAB did. They double teamed his ass all night, pause, but they doubled him a lot. Uh, gonna be in, and, and that's why Ali Gay. I mean, Ali Gay got the sack. BJ Ojalari got a sack. I don't know if they got. Um, I don't. I don't think that they'll give BJ Ojalari the sack. They'll probably say that that was a run. It probably should have been a sack, though. Probably should be a sack. So, look. I, I mean, they did really good, really, really, really well. Um, and I was happy to see Ali Gay, man. Tonight was I, th tonight was the first time that Ali Gay's parents was able to watch him play in Tiger Stadium or play it at, for LSU at all. Um, so I was pretty happy for him. 
Trent on Facebook says winning the West and the Sugar Bowl would be a huge accomplishment in BK's first year. Absolutely. Like, guys, you 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 go in. Look, you go into you will go into Atlanta. Okay. You will go into Atlanta with house money. You got nothing to lose. Like, you got nothing to lose. I know that a lot of players want to play in the playoff, and I and like I get that. Like I really, really, really do get that. You just gotta, you just gotta tell them like, hey man, let your nuts hang, let your chain hang low, let it wobble to the flow. Is it diamond? Is it gold? Is it dun, 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 dun? whatever the song says? Do your chain hang low? That's how you gotta attack it, bro. That's how you gotta attack it. Tommy, Tommy uh, on Facebook says, finally a coach that uh, prioritized O-line and D-line. Yeah, and look, I told you this guy's on Monday, and, and whoever listened, I'm glad you did. And if you didn't, you're about to hear it again. Guys, I told you Monday. I told you Monday. Okay, Brian, I was told, sources. Brian Kelly and Brad Davis we're really looking hard together at the offensive line. Bottom line was, bottom line, Brian Kelly made the decision on Charles Turner that he was too beat up. Brian Kelly has been a really good O-line dude. Really good tight ends. Guys, he's really good a, a lot of places all over the offense. So, they played really good tonight. Look, <laughs> UAB sent the same blitzes. Uh, the first drive, they sent some of the same blitzes that Arkansas did. Flawlessly executed, flawlessly picked up. Flawlessly executed, flawlessly picked up. It's what you see. In, it's what you see in good coaching, man. It's what you see. And it's not even good coaching. Fuck, at this point, you got to call it elite coaching. It's what elite coaching does. And then this happens. This is what happens. Let me Let me scroll up here. This is what happens because then Jane Daniels goes 22 of 29 for 297 yards and one TD. Okay. And by the way, that second pass from Gary Nussmeyer, Jesus Christ. I mean, come on. Uh, Jane Daniels again, 12 for one, one eleven touchdown. Noah Kane, 13 for 76, three touchdowns. You could see it all right there. Um, they dominated up front. They just dominated an inferior opponent. Uh, Dylan Allen says, Blake, you think we'll see a bunch of AM players come home through the portal over the next weekend? Uh, guys, I, I got to be honest. You're about to find out if they're really making $75,000 a year. You're really, uh, you're really about to find out if those guys at AM, those players, those freshmen are making $75K a year. Like, you know, that's the, that's what was told was the going rate. I promise you, I promise you, ain't no kid going to leave no school for 70, that's paying them 75K a year to go to a school. Yeah, they might be winning. That might pay them 20K a year. They're not going to do it. They're just not going to do it. They're not. 
And so for all of these fucking articles y'all sent me all off season, Blake, they said A&M paying such and such, such and such. I'm just telling you, sometimes them checks don't hit the accounts. That ain't just A&M. Trust me. Y'all think I come out here and just run my fucking gums. It's deeper than that. As Scarface once said, there's two things in this world I won't break. My word and my balls, and I'm not busting them for anybody. So if we come out here and say it, it's because we believe and we have, we believe that the sourcing behind it is strong enough and we've ran it down enough to come out here and say it. They ain't leaving if they getting paid 75K a year. So everybody's saying these kids are transferring? Sounds good. I guess you were fucking lying all off season two in that little stupid ass article you wrote. Andrew Martin, let me finish that thought. Let me y'all know this as well as I too as I do because most of you are adults here. Money talks and bullshit walks in a motherfucking tightrope. You know, you know. Ain't no kid going to walk away from that, brother. Ain't going to happen. Some of you in here don't make 75k a year. Andrew Martin says conspiracy time did Lane Kiffin purposely tank tonight to kill the Auburn rumors. No, <laughs> no, uh-uh. Come on. Come on. Pause up. No, if anything, if anything, it's going to pick them up. If anything, it's going to pick the rumors up. Uh, big pressure. Lamar Williams says, I absolutely don't want none of that. Those ATM players. Yeah. Yeah. Aaron Broussard says JD5 just has exceptional playmaking ability, and that's an understatement. Guys, he's the best runner of the football at quarterback in the country. In the country. I'm I'm trying to think. Now, y'all give me some names if I if I'm wrong here. Y'all give me some names if I'm wrong here. I don't think that we've seen a more electric runner at quarterback in college football like this, like this, in the same speed and style since maybe Lamar, man. I'm trying to think. Maybe I'm wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. Rip me alive if I'm wrong. Um, I don't remember. I, I mean, maybe I'm a little, it's, it's guys, it's 1201 in the morning. That's just midnight. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> happy, happy, uh, uh, 20th of November. God, I hate these fucking 12, 8 a.m. Ga- 8 p.m. games. I hate them. Curtis says, did Blake just quote little Wayne? No, that was the same before little Wayne ever, um, that was the same well before Little Wayne ever put it in the Carter Four or Carter Three. Yeah, I'm making sure that I'm not wrong there. You guys pretty much agree. Um, so yeah, I mean he's the most electric runner of the football at that position. It's not even close. 
bag on YouTube says cheeks will be clapped under B Gay's tenure moving forward. I agree. I agree. Curtis Lambeer says they spent forty million of those of the, on the fucking class. They better get something. I they didn't spend forty million. They didn't spend forty million. I promise you, they didn't spend forty million. I'll put I, I I'll put every penny. I'll put every penny that I have in my savings account and any future savings account earnings or, or Roth IRAs, four hundred one ks. They didn't spend forty million. Stop. They didn't spend forty million. Law V or Law the Fifth on YouTube says if we lose to Georgia, do we get to a sugar bowl over Tennessee? Yes. Uh we would both be two conference or two no LSU would be three. Uh no, you would have two conference losses, but you're the SEC West champ. Tennessee would have tiebreaker. They're just no, they wouldn't have a tiebreaker. They give L they would probably give LSU the sugar bowl. And they probably give Tennessee like the orange or Fiesta or something like that. They'll get in there. They'll get in somewhere. Top ten team will probably a top ten team will will make a um, New Year's Six bowl. So they'll be somewhere, but I don't think they'll make their sugar. And really and truthfully, I don't think bowl games really um um I, I don't think bowl games like those tie ins like that really matter anymore, right? Like I, I don't think they really mattered that much anymore. I don't think Tennessee's like, oh, let's get to the, you know, I don't think it, I don't think they'll care. I think that if they just get to a New Year's Six Bowl, I don't think they care about winning the Sugar Bowl. Like, kids don't care about winning the Sugar Bowl. All right, everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share uh, as we about 10, 20 minutes before we wrap it up. Um, so everybody hit the like and share. We appreciate it. I know it's late. I know it's in the early morning. But do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Uh, Jeremy says, Blake, I have to say, I, I like to be right. And as much as I love the way you handle business, I wanted to disagree with you since I first joined, but damn it, bro, you're so on point on so much mad respect. And I love you. Thank you, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. What did you want to disagree would disagree on? We can make the We can make the debate, but thank you. Penn Jones says would have liked to have seen Walker play a quarter. Yeah, I would have too. I would have too. Could be, could be Garrett Nussmeyer's last game, man. Could be Garrett Nussmeyer's last game in Death Valley, or as a Tiger, I should say, in Death Valley. Could be. You, I mean, like you, you, you never know. You never know. It might not be. Again, you never know. But as, you know, if there, if there's a situation where, if there's a situation where that Jane Daniels returns, then. At some point, young man's going to have to make a move. Young man's going to have to make a move. So. We'll see. We'll see. Jace Cole says, I just, just wanted to say two things. Well, I don't see what you said, Jace. What are those two things? Uh, oh, God. He said, just wanted to say two things. Number one, it's Cockvember, baby. That's number one. I got to say it now. I mean, fuck, they beat. Tennessee got beat by South Carolina. I guess you're right, Chase. I guess you're right, brother. He said, two, if you think Georgia isn't beatable, then rewind that Kentucky game. Well, not even rewind that game. I, I mean, really and truthfully, he's not, he, he, he's not wrong. Um, and here's another truth, too. Pop in the Missouri film. Guys, pop in that Missouri film. 
So, I mean, bottom line and bottom, I mean, bottom line is Georgia, look, guys, Kentucky was getting to the outside on them today. Now, I watched that game fully to, from wire to wire, from pit, from, from pit to post, okay? Georgia is not as good as they were a season ago. You take away you take away things that's if you let if you make Stetson Bennett beat you without the running game, brother's cheeks water. He's hot dog water. A duke water, dude's asshole. I'm telling you, he's not asshole. Let me not say that, brother. Brother, don't play good. Brother, don't play good. That's the second. That's a fourth time. That is the fourth time I've seen Stetson Bennett without a running game. And the, all four times, he's been below average. Uh, Sean Rice says, hashtag ask Blake, Blake, have you addressed this already? But tell us the rumors uh, about wanting to put the SEC in one conference. Um, Yeah, those rumors are pretty much out there. Um, my thoughts are behind it would be, well, guys, you, well, actually, you would be. Um, you well, no, you probably wouldn't be in the SEC title game because Tennessee would would have the tiebreaker. I, I mean, m- my whole thought is, is if you're not doing the pods, who do you still have permanent crossovers? And if you do have par- permanent crossovers, then you p- basically have dudes in pods, like you have teams in pods. I don't think they're getting away getting away the Iron Bowl. I think they'll give LSU Arkansas and Arkansas LSU. Um. But holistically, guys, I think it's good for the conference if you're going to that many teams. This, but, but, but the problem with that is, and you don't have an East and a West, you're going to let people go around in the conference and kick each other's ass too. The Pac-12 has been doing that, and they've been cannibalizing one another. So just letting it be known. You know, but the thing about that too is you're going to have 12 teams in. And the SEC is still going to rain as they continue to get all these elite recruits. So, Dwayne D says, Garrett Nussmeyer has regressed. He won't be back next year. I don't disagree. I don't think he regressed either way. <laughs> you see? I, I, but pro or D, I just don't think he's regressed in either way. Because that throw he made tonight was abysmal. If Jane Daniels would have made the same throw Garrett Nussmeyer made, y'all would have ripped him the fuck alive. Y'all would have ripped him the fuck alive. <laughs> Jake Cole says, I think me and Jace Cole are related. What's up, cousin? Are y'all really? It wouldn't surprise me y'all both say the same things in these comments. He says, I despise your view on JD5. That kid freaking wins with those legs. Jesus. Yeah, man. I mean, look, I, guys, I'm telling you. Look, when I started this seven years ago, I was ass at looking at an athlete and telling you what I, you know, you just get better at it. You cannot. Let me tell you something about Jaden, guys. You cannot. And I'm not talking because, look, you, a lot, what a lot of people's mistakes are is they look at a prospect, especially a quarterback, as how they progress into the next level, right? You can't look at a college quarterback as, hey, how do they progress to the next level? Your thing is, how are they going to be in college? How are they in the situation that they are right now? Let the NFL shit let the work itself out. I don't give a shit how he is as a prospect. Like, if I'm analyzing college football, it doesn't matter how the motherfucker, you know, just goes out there as a prospect. 
how is he as a college quarterback? And what you cannot teach, what you cannot fucking teach is what Jane Daniels can do with his legs. You can't teach that speed, brother. You can't teach that kind of speed. You can't teach how he runs it. And here's the dangerous part. Here's the dangerous part. If he still can, if he continues to get better at throwing the ball down the field like he did tonight, watch out. Then you then you're cooking with grease. Then you what you did is is you got that back strap, you rounded it up with some flour and some breadcrumbs, and you put that bitch in grease, and it's time to get good eating. That's I'm telling you. Time to start eating. Let the big dog eat. You eating backstrap, fried backstrap, baby. If that man can go down and throw that ball deep. He's deadly. He's deadly. <laughs> John Boland says, no, not Stequavius. <laughs> yeah, man, Stequavius was rough today, man. Stequavius didn't have a really great game. He didn't have a great game. Uh, Cornell says Georgia don't want to see LSU in the dome. No weather, athlete for athlete. I like the Tigers. Yeah, but they got athletes too over there now. They got athletes too now. Kevin says saw four star. Uh, we didn't mention this. Um, says saw four star twenty twenty four corner committed tonight. Not sure if it was mentioned. No, it has not been mentioned. And I'm glad you brought that up. Number one, let me say this. I, I love when kids commit. Guys, please don't do it during a game. Kids, comp commitments, uh, uh, pledges, recruits. Don't commit during an LSU football game. Please, please don't do it. Just please don't do it. But yeah, Wallace Foster the fourth committed today. He's a four-star cornerback, 5'11, 175 pounds, uh, out of Warren Easton. Uh, really good player, man. Really good slot guy. Really good lockdown corner. He's done some really good things. I think he might be six foot or six one. I think that measurement's messed up because when I saw him, he was all of six one. Uh, so yeah. We'll talk about that more on Monday. John Boland says, if Nuss, if Nuss leaves, he goes to Nebraska. Hmm. It's an interesting, interesting place. It's an interesting place for him to, to land. Larry Francis on YouTube says, they have been at a fifth or seven-round pick. Don't, I don't think that's bad. He said, so if that's true, JD5 is gone because he is miles ahead of Bennett. Not necessarily, man. Not necessarily. I mean, JD might... You know, the thing with that is, is just does Stetson, does Stetson think that he's hit his ceiling? I think Stetson knows that he's hit his ceiling. I, I know that Jane Daniel, ain't no way. Um, there's no way that if you're holistically giving Jane Daniels like good advice, that you tell Jane Daniels that he's hit his ceiling. Guys, he hadn't hit his ceiling. Because again, if he continues to get better as a passer, it's like it's lights out. It's not. I mean, he it's 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 ball game. I mean, he got not start knocking dudes out, man. It's over. It's I mean, it's fucking over. He's the best player in the country if he can if he can 
if he gets better throwing the football through the air. I mean, if he's remotely a 77, if he if he continues to maintain the the uh, the accuracy that he has while hitting passes downfield, guys, it's over. He's a better runner than than Hendon Hooker is. Multi says, ask Blake off talk, but, but I haven't seen anyone talk about it. How awesome is it that LSU is the first school to offer mental health support for all student athletes for life? Massive. Massive. Brian Kelly's got a massive part to do with that, too, as he's donated a million dollars in what LSU is going to be doing on that front. It's massive. You know, they're going to have their whole the whole health center. Like, the, the way that I understand it is they're going to be hiring people to run their health center, like, right there on campus. Like, I mean, it's good. It, guys, it's going to be a lead. It's going to be a lead. I, I mean, when they said that they had a vision, they had a vision. Uh, Jamar Odom says, do you think that Charles Turner should leave and make room for youth? No. No. Um, what, what youth? You know, I mean, what youth? I mean, you still can. I mean, you got Fitzgerald West. I mean, you, you're going to have some offensive linemen probably hit the portal. So, uh, no, I wouldn't let him leave. Now, problem is the problem is if i mean he where's he gonna go he ain't going to the league like, like where's he gonna go outside of him hitting the portal he ain't going to the, he ain't going to the nfl right now ain't no way ain't no way he get, he get eaten alive he get eaten alive ain't no way ain't no way josh says nuts is still a tiger water is wet uh the golden boot pod says did we win is it pigs pussy pork <laughs> yeah, Pooh. <laughs> I tried I, I tried not to laugh. I tried not to laugh. Tasha the Tasha Tiger says if they are hiring health professionals, I'm coming home. Uh oh. Get your checkbook ready. <laughs> Uh, Teresa says, pause. It's true. John also says, pause. Y'all right. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Aaron Broussard says, I love the name Fitzgerald West. Yep, Fitzgerald's a really good center, too. It's a really good center. Man, okay. Brian, Jeremy Frederick, we need to go get Bud Clark. Okay, we get it, buddy. We get it. They're not going to go after him. Not right now. We get it. It's like the seventh comment of Bud Clark. I get it, Bud. I, I, I get you. I'm fe I feel you. I feel you. What's your thing from, from Bud Clark? Oh, I run toast out funny about this. Says Emmanuel Forbes had another pick six today. Joe DeLeone. Maybe one of these days you guys will start listening to me. Best corner in the game, brother. Best corner in college football. It's not, guys, it's not close. Imagine this. Let me let me just say this about this young man. Um, let me just say that. Let me just say this. Imagine Derek Stingley having two Derek Stingley seasons like nineteen. Let me say this again. Imagine if Derek Stingley had two seasons of twenty nineteen. Obviously, we know twenty nineteen. What if he would have did it as a junior? Emmanuel Forbes has done it three times.
So, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Kids who leap. All right, man, it's it's late. It's 12-18. I got to wake up early in the morning. Shit, I probably got to go give my little girl Jewel a bottle, the newborn. So, till then, guys, we'll see y'all soon. We'll see you. We'll see you soon. Y'all have a good night. Peace out, Girl Scouts. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.